Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truths and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. Welcome to this week's podcast of All About Relationships. This is episode number 21. Yahoo! And I'll tell you what, we have been having such great reports about people really finding their connection together in their relationships. And that's really why we wanted to just accomplish that goal to help you love your life, love your life with God and each other. Right. You're making this investment. You know, just taking some time to listen to a simple podcast like ours, (laughs) but we also want you to be able to apply principles. So, you know, as in our previous and hopefully this one and the ones to come, you know, we'll be able to give you some practical advice, you know, that you might begin to experience the great relationships, not just in marriage, but in friendships and in your family, in in, in parenting. Exactly. And you know what? I love, love, love that we're talking about something today called chemistry because there's chemistry in relationships. But first I have, speaking of chemistry, I have to tell you yesterday we moved to my mom and dad. They, um, my mom and dad are 81 years old and they have lived in Canada all their life and they moved to the States. I know they're they're an extremely brave and courageous (laughs) couple, if I can say that. And I would say that they run around like 20 year olds sometimes. I mean, especially my dad, I have to say, he looks like he's 30 the way he puts in a day's work. (laughs) He's he's strong. He can outwork pretty much anyone. Yeah, he's strong. He's motivated. So anyway, I'm thinking I've I've got a pretty good gene pool with with this going on. I want to be just like that. You're going to be hard to keep up with. Be afraid, Bob. You have to I keep am. up with me. I am. But we were going through boxes, of course, and everyone, you guys all know this, when you move, you get all these boxes, but the thing that you find is those treasures. Yeah. And we found treasures of boxes of family pictures. Uh-huh. And back in the day when you printed out pictures and they weren't on right. your phone. Right. But the, you know, again, the, the saying that it says, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words, you know, it's almost like a picture is worth a thousand memories. Yeah, exactly. Because all of a sudden you see an image and... That's and, true. And then... You the, go down a path. It's right. like a path in your brain. And all of these other images, you know, yes. begin to pop up and you begin yes. to remember and recall and <laughs> it's they're so a lot true. of fun. It's so, so true. So I found one. Yes. And, well, I found several. So I started taking pictures and sending them to my kids. And yeah. my oldest is going to be 33. Yes. Which is really hard to imagine. And he, Christopher, he's, he lives in New York. And he randomly yesterday just told us he's coming home for the weekend. Yeah. Well, to vi- that's because my I've, youngest is no, going to be 18. Nope. I've decided that he's coming home just because he wants to see his mama. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I said, Chris, this is all, I'm choosing to just believe right. that this is all about me, that you right. just miss your mom. So I, I sent a, a little collage of three images of sending him some to Janelle. You see Robert, you see David, Um, you know, the seasons of life. 
They yeah. are a lot, a lot of fun. They really are. Mm-hmm. And um, but the picture that I oh my right. favorite picture this that Bob one. found I sent yesterday. I this one to Meisner Family Love, which is yeah, the text, title of our text family text group. And text. Uh, so I sent it, and it was me with my long feathered blonde hair and your graduation and cap, my graduation cap. In, Graduating in college, and there you, there ah. we were, side by side. Oh, okay. We were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, yeah. and I saw that picture, and just like you said, it's like it opens a right. door to a whole path. We had no idea that memories. months later we would be engaged, <laughs> and a year from that picture we would be married. Okay, and what I love is I, I'm not very faithful with Facebook. I go on maybe four times a year, but I posted that picture yesterday, Bob. People like Nancy Logan said, I remember the line, we're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? And oh, my yeah. roommate, that my roommate from college found it and said, I remember this. And yeah. it was so fun to to just think about about how those memories are so real. But what I loved about it is you could see okay. the chemistry. The okay. chemistry is a thing in relationships mm-hmm. because sometimes people just click. Yeah. Like my chemistry wants your chemistry. <laughs> but then the question is, is how will they react, you know, with each other? Be- yes. Because there's a, there's a unique composition. This That's is That's a good word, Bob. You're being super smart today. Well, this is chemistry. I know. I think it would science I'm, words. I'm not, uh, I'm, I never was good with sciences, but you know, there is this unique composition and structure, you know, of the properties. Yes. And so in chemistry, it's, you know, how will they behave yes. when, when put in the same environment? What, what changes? <laughs> in the same test tube. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what changes in you and me yes. simply because we're together? And that's chemistry. And and that is, is chemistry. So today we want to take a look because we're completely unique and different, mm-hmm. uh, not just male, female, guy, girl, you know, but just in our total, How you we know, think, structure, what motivates us, you know, our history, our culture, yes, our customs, so everything. Now we're going to come together in the union of marriage yes. and create something that, that couldn't exist or wouldn't exist apart from us coming together, which I think is, is really kind of fun because now we've got four children still waiting on grandchildren. Yeah. But, you know, you mentioned that, you know, your parents moving here and we, we have to keep remembering the generations. We do. I see my pictures, uh, the pictures of my parents with me. Yeah. I, I think of my grandparents and great grandparents. I think of my generations to come. And when when relationships become challenging yes. and difficult, uh, people what they look for. And this is this is they're even willing to make compromises when it comes down to this most common denominator, and that is simply this: How will I be remembered? What is what will my legacy be? Mm-hmm. Which is really unique. Uh, and so uh, that's something you know that I find you know with with couples that we're helping, just take a step back because what you're what you will really be willing to fight for is the legacy you'll leave behind. Right. 
And we just, 10 minutes before we recorded this, there was a couple that came to our home office and we saw this couple with two, a beautiful seven and an eight year old. And they, they just walked out. And I think after 10 years of marriage, they have hope for the first time. They said, we haven't looked into right. each other's eyes this much since the day we got married. Yeah. And it's like, that's How and tragic. Their, and their hearts were connecting. They were, they, they said that they fought a lot and they, they were good at hurting each other. But when their eyes connected, they said, you know what? Our hearts desire we each know. other. We can. We're going to fight find, for each other. Find ways to. And love we're going to find ways yeah. to love each other. And every couple wants the same thing, Bob. They want connection back. They do. And again, just this past weekend, we uh, traveled to Nashville. Yes. Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, we went. Down I wish I could have had spent a little more time to yeah, visit we quick, that great we did a city. Quick, it was quick a quick trip to Nashville. Yeah, and then a quick drive south to Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, visited our our friend and, and mentor, Doctor uh, Jim Richards. So it was a, a wonderful weekend. But again, in these moments, what we want is not simply an event. Right. In that the marriage event that we conducted in Nashville, and by the end of it, everyone caught it. They're like, this wasn't a normal marriage event. So. This was a connection where this could really change the and trajectory. So th- and that's the opportunity yes. that we all have. So yes. what will I take ho- home and how will I, you know, not just apply this to our marriage, but how can I begin to change possibly uh, the real core beliefs of, of my heart. And everyone listening here has the same opportunity. You could just listen to a podcast or you could hear something. Maybe it's not us, but maybe God's speaking to you beyond our words. I hope he is. But I hope you hear something that could change the trajectory right. of your life. And so um, this podcast and the next one, what we're going to look at is basically you know, what we need. the relationship or the chemistry of a relationship. Yes. And there are really all kinds of moving parts. Yeah, there are. All different kinds of uh, components. But today we want to begin to take a look at the feelings, yes. you know, that one might experience. Between men and women. And and I think the general needs of a woman is to feel safe okay, and to feel like priority, number one. And to feel beautiful. That's just the general needs of a woman. And so as a woman, and knowing that, I've got a choice to make. Am I going to allow God to be my source, to be the one that tells me who I am? That he says, I care about you. You're safe with me. Mm -hmm. I will provide for you. I will protect you. Um, I will. You're always priority to me. I've always got time for you. You know, those those are God words. But you actually do too. Like to well, be honest, you have been amazing at that. Well, I, I, I mean, if these be and in, in wanting to make this extremely practical, mm-hmm. I know that we're really generalizing. Yes, definitely. And even categorizing. Yes, you know, I know, and it's true. But there are uniquenesses, and there yes. are differences between yes. men and women. And just having this simple information. Wow, what if my wife? really simply just wanted to feel safe. Yes. What am I doing to, you know, contribute to that? Or am I doing something that that might be violating that where she doesn't feel safe? Or is she really priority one? Or is my business, you know, my activity, is that priority? Something, you know, is there another distraction? And then what can I or how do I um, really make my wife feel beautiful? Yes. Thank you, babe. And the thing is, is that as girls, we have a lot of feelings. 
And we talk, you know, I just like want to talk about the challenges that I have, I have seen with you, Bob, that you have with me and my feelings that sometimes my feelings just don't make sense to you. So then if I feel ignored when I have feelings, it makes me feel unsafe or mm. it, it, it can make me feel like I'm not important enough to have feelings. And so I know that when we speak, we just did last weekend in Nashville, we talked about the lies that in marriage that we believe yeah. in. One of the lies we like to have everyone point their finger and say, that's a lie. Mm. And the one that you mentioned in Nashville is like, her feelings don't matter. And everyone and pointed their lie. fingers and said, that's a lie. Right. And it is a lie. You know, feelings are vital. Yes. But what we have to remember is that feelings are very, very real. Mm-hmm. You know, how how anyone is feeling, how your children are feeling, uh, how others experience you. I mean, these feelings are very real. What you're experiencing, you know, even just your perception, um, again, very, very real. And what we tend to do is we want to dismiss the feeling and just, let's just take a look at this logically. And get some truth you know, because they might be real, but they're not based on the truth of God's promises. Right. So if I can bring logic to it, yes. then, then what I can do is, oh, now I can, I want, I want to bring understanding and let's, mm-hmm. let's bring truth. Right. So the feelings, I mean, what a gift. And I've really helped you to under, to play, to, to really speak girl to me when I'm having that, because when speak I, girl. yes, because when <laughs> I have feelings in the past years, I, I feel like I can, you didn't I know how to be, navigate I can be that. a little bit dismissing. Yes. Just because I want to bring logic. And you do. I want to bring understanding and I want to bring another perspective that might be more truthful because what you're doing is you're just simply allowing your emotions to drive your train and where. <laughs> it's that, not going to a good place. And it's not going, it's to, not a going to a good place. place. So, you know, how do I make it stop? Yes. You know, how do I derail? That's what I how really do I derail this one and put it on another track? That's what I have definitely felt is how do I make this stop? How right. do I make her just get over this? Right. Like she don't, you don't even like me hurting. And so what men t- typically want to do is, and again, another broad stroke here is that men prefer a success approach to communication. In uh-huh. other words, okay. I, I want to communicate in a way that I can bring success or I want to be a problem solver. You want to resolve. So if you're being, yes. if you're being emotional, you know, <laughs> that might give me a sense or a feeling out of control. Yes. Okay. I'm going to communicate in a way to be, to, that I might feel mm-hmm. successful mm-hmm. and my approach is let's problem solve. So this. you actually so, want to be Superman and save the day. No, I've come not, to no, save no. the day. <laughs> no, not not always. No, it's it's just that let's bring logic and and understanding <laughs> to this, so we can just move on. I want let's to make on. them stop. There you go. Okay, so what I've helped you with, Bob, in the in, in the years behind is uh, years past is to how to validate the, and that my feelings. Right. And yes. a lot of times people get stuck on that yes. word validate. Yes. How can I validate a, a, a feeling yeah. that someone is having when it's not based on truth? And it doesn't make sense. Yes. Okay. Because what I want to do is to defend and to make yeah, and ex- and, explain and, and why I want I'm to feeling explain this. Explain my right. position and dismiss. I, I, we just that couple that was just in here earlier. Like they wanted to just because it wasn't ba- her feelings weren't based on truth. You just want to dismiss it. Nope, that's not true. You didn't feel that way, and right. she's going. But, that's but a, I that's, did feel that way. That is that way. A, a a unique 
a unique perspective, yes. you know, that another person has. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that, you know, we really are, you know, different from one another and that we can have, you know, a different perspective and perception of what took place. Yes. And it might be a complete, the facts might be completely different, but you can always apologize for the feelings. And so, but but it's, yeah. And again, apologizing for the feelings or, or is simply apologizing, but wait a minute, I'm right. Yeah. Well, how is that working for you? No, but (laughs) isn't that, it's so true. This, this is there then where we create this impasse Mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm, you know, you may be experiencing these feelings and these emotions and, and I'm like, but I'm right. So what I've done is I've helped Bob with actual language. Let's make this super practical. So what I've helped you with, Bob, is when I'm hurting, instead of ignoring me or looking, trying to pretend you don't hear me or something, you move towards me. That's the first step. Move towards your anyone who's hurting mm-hmm. and look into their eyes. Give them a gentle touch if you can, but just, just really acknowledge and listen. Wow, they're really hurting. And then when it's time to respond... Just say these words, I am so sorry that that's happening to you, or I'm so sorry you feel this way. Yeah. Uh, rather than m- moving towards to, you know, kind of fix, yeah. what you want to do is create a, a safe place where they, they can, you know, express themselves. And then if I feel like I do want your input, and I, then, I can, then I have the opportunity, if you just hear me and then you're quiet after... Then I can say, Bob, can you give me some perspective? Like, help me understand this. And then we can move on. And, and we've had experiences in our life where I've, this one situation, I won't go into detail, but I was really, really hurting. And I, I felt very um, used and taken for granted by some people. And my, my hurt had nothing to do with you, Bob. But I called you and I said, babe, can you please help me? I can't believe this is help happening to me. And I remember you resisted um, just telling me what I need to hear. I said, honey, just tell me, tell me I'm so, you're so sorry this is happening to me. Like I'm really desperately being in a, in a situation that's hard for me. And so I really felt like that was the time when you were able to just, when I asked you that, you did move in and say, wow, I'm so sorry, Audrey, that happened. And immediately I felt like I could just breathe again because mm-hmm. your support when you do that, yeah. honey, like when you say, I'm okay, so, so sorry that happened, yeah, and, and it I, makes me feel supported. That exa- that was the word that I really wanted to underscore was yeah. support. Yeah. When, when a person is willing to move towards another yeah. and, and give them some real understanding, you give them that support. Mm-hmm. Because what you're choosing to do is come under crazy phones. <laughs> Everyone's got them, babe. Every, Everyone, everything, every, everybody understands everything ringtones. Everything lightens up. Yeah. And, and that one was scam likely. So oh, I hate it when scam I calls. I know. I hate scams. <laughs> <laughs> but moving towards them, what, what, you, what you do in creating understanding is that you choose to take a position is how do I serve you? Recognizing that we really are different from one another mm-hmm. and to be, be willing to choose humility that you would that you would be willing to lay down your right to be right mm-hmm. and to be able to come under to serve the other person that they might stand that's understanding yes and too often with understanding i want to really kind of force my opinion yeah 
if you would see if you would if you would see it my way, you wouldn't be having these feelings. You wouldn't even be hurt. So when you begin to recognize that the other person might be more scared, yeah, than angry, yeah, that they might be more scared than being mean, Mm -hmm. they might be more scared (laughs) than attacking. Mm -hmm. When you when you're able to identify the other person as as experiencing possibly fear, mm-hmm. then this is where you take personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that is, I am willing to face the fear that you have, yeah. but I'm not going to do it with force. I'm going to do it with love. Yeah. Because when that other person experiences your love, yeah. oh, now they've got that safety. Right. Now they feel as though they're priority. Oh, they might even think that they're beautiful. Yeah. You see, when when you learn how to accurately love the under the the other individual yeah. and lay down your right to be right, all of a sudden now I'm moving towards them rather than defending my position. Thanks, hon. That really means a lot to me. And I know that and so you've made it priority to learn. I've uh, had to learn. Yeah. I've had to really, really learn. So what we want to do is really give people some language. And so uh, again. Broad general terms, but what can a guy say, okay? Like if a couple were listening to this podcast and they wanted to go out and have dinner, you know, or coffee together and have meaningful conversation, how would that conversation go? Well, let me help you with that. Good. (laughs) Well, because the other thing that when we used to speak this, remember when we used to um, speak at conferences and say... The marriage lies, and one of the one of the marriage lies was the most romantic thing a man can do is to buy her flowers, oh, yeah. and everyone would go, ah, that's uh, a lie, no, or that, is it a lie? Yeah. Like it's kind of nice. Like it might be not the most romantic, but it sure is nice when it's we get flowers. Nice. I haven't had flowers yeah. for twenty years. <laughs> but however, the whole point of that story, yeah. getting away from the point, the point was is that probably the most romantic thing you can do for your wife. Is to get to know her. Continue. And to continue. Continue. I, I took a, you know, just remembering, yeah. you know, my graduation picture and you and I together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love our that picture. dating, courting, you know, uh, season in life was yes. all about getting oh, to know each other. You were finding out all kinds of new things about me. Yeah. So and intrigued I was finding about and you. fascinated. Thank and, you for being intrigued by me. Yes, lots. <laughs> that was easy. 36 years ago. <laughs> But then you get married and you stop. Yeah. And you presume. Mm. Now you start guessing again. See, and those, and that's again where disappointments can fall in. When you presume you already know someone, then you're going to be in trouble. I mean, it'll, no, let me say this. When you presume you already know someone, you're robbed of a treasure. Yeah. That, that continues to get mm-hmm. mined. And we find more and more jewels, jewels within each other. Because, um, so getting to know me, Bob, if I were a guy listening to this right now, I would say, I would say, ask your wife, how do you feel most safe? When do you feel most safe around me? Because, Bob, all, girls are all different. It's all different. All of me and my friends, you could get all of us together. We would all have different answers for our husbands of how we yeah. feel safe. Do you want to know me? Ask me the question. Okay. Or do you already know the answer? I'm going to see if you already okay, know when, the answer. When do you feel most safe with me, Audrey? Do you think you already know the answer? I, I, I think I do, but... It, Can will it, you tell me after if it's yeah after. because it's going to lead into a whole nother discussion. Okay. So go ahead. <laughs> this podcast will get too long. Yeah. Okay. I feel the most safe with mm-hmm. you, honey, when we're laughing and you are happy. 
Oh, that would be one. Yeah. I, I could. I, I love I could it when you're happy. Yeah. I love it when you're happy. Because yeah. I, lo- I value happy so much. Uh-huh. It would be different for a bunch of other people. But for me, when you're happy, I just like to, I just smile and sit back yeah. and I breathe. Yeah. You like to force happy on me. I'm sure I do. Because I, <laughs> I like it so much. I'm not surprised that I force happy yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's all good. That's all good. Okay, next question. When do you... Well, we know. What were you uh, thinking I felt most safe? Uh, when I I am most happy when I really f- can feel connected to the Lord. Oh, you see, true. That, that, that for me. Yes. When I'm not, you know... Taking hikes on Hope Mountain. Yeah, and, you know, get get um bombarded or 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 weighed down with just pure busyness mm-hmm. and task and you know one appointment to the next yeah. to the next you know appointment after point that's when i it exhausts me and so yeah. time time alone does make me happy yeah so. and we both have that so it's kind of good we give that to each other yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of works for us that works in our chemistry lab oh there you uh, go the chemistry lab of our relationship yeah. you do your thing and i'll do my thing and then okay we'll do so question together. number two that you can ask yeah uh when you take some time alone with each other is when do you feel most prioritized by me yeah Okay, so I'm asking you that question. When do you, when do I when, feel most? When do you feel as though you are priority one to me? Hmm. When you let, when you, um, when you understand that schedules are and calendars are really important to me, and you don't oh. tease me or make uh-huh. fun of me. Oh yeah. You just go wow, wow, you know, you just let me have that. Yeah. Like without any. Re, you know, reactions or yeah. resistance. That's it. When you don't resist my schedule, even for myself, mm-hmm. that you just you just understand that that's me. Because okay. I know it's not like you. It's a very different thing about us. So I know that you're giving to me every time you give mm-hmm. that to me. Mm-hmm. That one is more. You give me space. You've myself. learned that. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When do you feel most beautiful around me? Uh, when you compliment me and you call me. I do. I do okay on that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I've you, been doing that for. You call decades me. You now. call me pretty every day. I uh, oh yeah. Hey pretty. I nailed. I love one. it when you call me pretty. I nailed. Yeah. Except you don't compliment me when I get really dressed up. Oh, sometimes oh, you when do. When does that happen? Oh yeah, never. There you go. <laughs> no, no. Recently, I noticed <laughs> I put makeup on. You went, ooh, you look. You know what? You complimented me on the other day. You said you get ready really fast. Oh, that's a compliment. Yeah, you said that was just a pure observation. But out of thirty-six years, I've never heard you acknowledge how good I am at being fast at getting ready. Well, that you do. I'm like, I like, I'm like a quick change artist. Yes. So that made me feel pretty when you said that. Okay. All right. Good to know, huh? Yeah. Well, all of this can be found um, in the blog post uh, that that we made, and so I'd, I'd encourage you know our listeners go to the blog post, you know, read it. And uh, because then there are all the notes. And I think if if couples were to do this exercise, yes. uh, all of a sudden you you do. You get to know one another, yeah. continue to pursue and understand one another. And you're like, oh, that's just so simple, mm, but very personal. And it's unique to every relationship, every you know individual couple. Uh, yeah, answers. for sure. Yeah. And next week we're going to be talking about men, so we're going to okay. we're going to switch it over there. But you know, the big thing is that we all do want this connection. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we're we're all very different, but chemistry has to do with the properties together that mix together 
that make connection. Yeah. And so when we're talking about chemistry, just understand the value of feelings. Because I really believe that God gave us feelings in order to experience. Yeah. And when I, you know, I look at that dating picture, I remember my feelings. And I still have so many of those because we've nurtured those feelings together. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's intentional. Yeah. And we can keep, I want everyone to know, we can reignite chemistry that you've had in the past and you can continue to have connection year after year after year. It never, when you keep getting to know each other, the, the chemistry continues to bubble and fizz and, and create fun explosions, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are, you know, and again, these universal, you know, uh, global uh, definitions or differences that we're creating, you know, within the, the sexes and in, in, yeah. in human psychology. I understand that. But typically in a relationship, one of them will be more prone to, you know, psychologically, Living. you know, compartmentalize, yes. you know, their life yes. and structure their their day and their relationships in that way. And another one would be more prone to psychologically inter, connecting. You know, inter, everything relates to everything. Everything relates and relates. Yeah. And so again, it's not a male female thing, but recognize that we do have differences, but don't allow our differences to divide. Mm-hmm. And and remember what a gift we are to each other and how intriguing yes. intrigued we were by each other why when not we got keep, to know why one not keep getting intrigued. And you know, out of all the languages in the world, probably, Bob, the most difficult language to communicate is the language of feelings. So make that an, a priority and intention to learn how to communicate and hear each other and, in and your grow feelings. your vocabulary. Yeah. You know, get that I, I remember when you out. did that. I've got, you know, a, a page, you know, yeah. of pages of them because I needed more words than just happy, sad, mad. You know, glad. I needed more words. <laughs> Those were the four. Those were the four. Yeah. So it's great to identify feelings. Well, um, as we close, you know, really our prayer for you is that you've been filled with faith, hope, and love, and really a desire to keep your chemistry alive. Guys, if you're listening, this is an amazing opportunity to ask some questions of your wife, of your of your girl. And if you're a girl, this is your opportunity to know what you need from God and get it from Him and as your crea- source. And you're creating something. And that's the beauty of relationship. You're creating something Mm -hmm. that if we were to remain separate from one another, it wouldn't exist. Right. So God does really create something new with our chemistry one with another. I love that. Share this podcast with your friends and your family and um, check out our resources. And we can't wait for next week about the guys. But And again, before we go, I just want, want to say this. Have fun. Oh my gosh! You know, lighten up there with one go. another. Take it, take take, take a it breather, a little light. Yeah, and just really enjoy. Feelings are designed for for the sheer purpose of enjoyment. Yes, I, I mean they help you uh, to um, enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, the That's feelings. That's a good idea, let, Bob. Them, let them be a gift. Make sure that you smile. Just. Just that simple act, you know, what's on my face, you know, how are others experiencing me? And what I want them to do is experience a smile. Yes. 
And if you haven't done so already, go to our website, go to, and buy my devotional, Wake Up Smiling. Oh, there, yeah. Because that's a great investment into a fun, happy relationship because it's about dealing with your own heart. Right. So that, And it's something that would benefit both men, women. Oh, uh, it's a 40-day devotional. You know something what? Something you could you do together. You can get it on Amazon, yes. Target, Barnes & Noble, yeah. wherever, Wake up wherever they sell books. Just look online, find Wake Up Smiling, 40 Days to a Hope-Filled Life. I... I'm glad you mentioned smiling because yeah. that reminded me of the Devo. So, okay. there so you go. again, uh, read the blog blog post. Blog you know, share up. the podcast with others. And next week, we'll just kind of continue the conversation, yes. and we'll take a look at you know what's going on with men, possibly, and their feelings. Whoa! See you next time.